Hey, my name is Melissa Bedeen, and I'm obsessed with personal development, body, mind, and soul health, as well as all things business marketing that can help you to navigate all things mystical and messy in this journey called life. See, I am a coffee-addicted mother of two who married my grade 9 boyfriend, and I started my company at the age of 17 with just a $200 Costco massage table and a goal of becoming a healer in mind. Now let's fast track a decade and a half forward as I've pivoted and grown myself from being a brick-and-mortar business as an international healer and psychic medium that loves to use my gifts to help align others on their path. See, I found myself naturally pivoting towards becoming a coach as I've made it my mission to possibly impact the lives of others. But will we shy away from the real chats here? No way. See, I firmly believe that we're all intuitive, but again, the true gift actually comes from listening to this internal knowingness. But since all of our arenas of life may look at a little bit different, I hope to shed some insights on how this can benefit you both personally and professionally. See, I believe we have a mission. No, more of a calling inside of us, but it's up to us whether we choose to use this to benefit not only us, but others as well. As I teach you the tested and true ways to align yourself today, I am inviting you into this time as a friend, having a coffee, chat with the goal of a girl trying to give you some form of mind mapping to skip through the messy and tapping into your own magical. Now I want you to know that you are welcome to the Mom Gun Media, and I'm grateful you're here. Hello everyone, so it is Mamba Media here and I am here with Tracy Person who is a local entrepreneur from Grand Prairie, Alberta. She is a certified instructor in Chopra Meditation Yoga, Ayurvedic, Ayurveda? I am never saying that properly. <laughs> and she has closed her yoga studio five years ago, looking to incorporate her passion for women helping women. Tracy has become the owner and creator of Cozy Intentions Clothing, an e-commerce clothing brand promoting a live cozy lifestyle. In a world of every changing stresses, seeking comfort in our home where it is most of us where we are able to be at that time. Now, clothing that is soft, eco-friendly, cozy enough to sleep in, but is definitely acceptable to wear into the everyday public. Now, I want to say a special welcome and how do, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. Um, I'm doing pretty well right now. I am about three hours from home, way up north in the bush. Uh, I came to visit my husband for a few days, so I had to step out of my, um, my own home. We don't get holidays right now during this time, so um, his work is my vacation. <laughs> so um, I'm doing pretty well. I love it. I love it. Now, now I'm going to go back and make fun of myself. How do I say Ayurveda? Ayurveda? Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is the science of life. Um, yeah, and it's something that uh, I studied quite a few years ago through the Chopra Center. Um, there are some amazing Ayurveda um, practitioners in our area and uh, yeah, online. So it's just really understanding your body type. Um, based on the science of Ayurveda, which is the sister science of yoga. I love so, that. Yes, I've looked into beautiful. it, but I, I don't know as much as, as you, obviously, but I also didn't know how to say it. So shamefully, I know there's going to be many of us. So I'll just make fun of myself and doing that. 
Ayurveda. Okay, so I love your mission. I know we've connected in past, but I love what you've done. You've literally trans like you've transformed from understanding yoga and then going into Ayurveda, then going into actually creating an e-commerce store in clothing. But the best thing about it is you have a mission for what you serve in our in our community and in the public. And I'd like to touch on that. Would you mind telling the listeners what your passion is in with your creations here? My passion has always been about women supporting women or women helping women. Um, and, and that's gone on for years um, as a passion. So I've incorporated it into my clothing line, which began as coming home from a really rough day. And I wanted to, I basically, I say, strip off the energy of my day and put on something comfortable. And which made me start thinking of other women and what they do and talking to sisters and friends and they felt the same way like i mean that moment when you walk in the door and i mean first thing you want your bra off and then you want to you know pour a cup of tea or a glass of wine or whatever it is to unwind and put on something comfortable it made me think of women that didn't have that luxury. Tell me a bit about what drew you to becoming, you know, a clothing designer in an e-commerce situation from where you were and what your mission is in that, because I know you've got a personal mission and I know it's going to resonate with so many of our listeners. Um, I'm not trained in clothing design at all. Uh, it, it came from an idea of coming home after the end of a terrible day and wanting to strip off, like I said, the energy of my day and uh, wear something comfortable, but still be presentable, which I didn't have in my wardrobe. I had a lot of uh, ACDC t-shirts and <laughs> my husband's boxers, and I wanted to be able to open the door and still be presentable, which um, I know a lot of women, when they come home at the end of the day, they, they want that same thing, that comfort, that coziness, to put their stresses aside, which after talking to quite a few women made me think of others that didn't have that luxury of coming home or even having a home and changing into something comfortable. So I teamed up the first year talking to the shelters, um, the women's shelter, which kind of grew my purpose of my, the social part of my business where I give a portion of the sales. So whether it's the women's shelter or uh, the local Mamas for Mamas charities, which supports poverty and families in need, um, it's really a strong passion and always has been of mine to be able to give back or pay it forward, um, which I, I've been on the receiving end of that early on in life and it stayed with me. You know, the people that gave or supported in situations that I was in. Um, I was a single mom and I lost a home in a fire when my son was two years old. And the community gathered together and they supported and they helped me. Um, there, and there's just different, different scenarios in my life that have stayed with me. So that's kind of why I always want to, I always have that in the forefront of supporting and helping women. 
I could not love that more because I've seen what the local community can do and when it's pulled together and just the awareness that you're bringing back to them and also the support that you're bringing in with your, with your opportunities of your e-commerce and, and the beautiful line. Like I actually want you guys to go and check out her stuff, your Instagram. What is your Instagram handle? Because I know I enjoy watching it. I know you've got some beautiful models. Some of them are your family. Some of them are friends. Some of them are people that I know. And, and I find it so amazing to see this empowerment and support even in that just giving a voice for women to show up authentically. So what is your Instagram for all of our listeners here? It is at cozy underscore intentions. And I love the women that are in there. I, I really look at, well, of course, people that I connect with. When I first started, uh, I didn't know much about um, where to get the models or um, how to look at my branding. And so I just reached out to local friends and family and my business is about the diversity of women, how almost every woman can wear a piece of one of the designs or every woman, you know, it's, it's pretty suitable for everybody. So I like to highlight the diversity of the women in my life, as well as, you know, it, it helps the women out there relate. I could not agree more. So I, I've been looking at your rompers, your jumpers, the nightgowns, the t-shirt, like all of these. And I can't make up my mind. I know they're actually on my, like, cause my husband and I, we have a thing. Don't buy ourselves anything before Christmas. So it's on the list. He knows what's up. But the biggest part of all of this is you actually do have really, really great material even in your products and so what drew you to even researching about that because you said you you know clothing design isn't your gift that you've called it but i love the designs that you have i love that you've got pockets in your stuff that's one thing guys like you know when a dress has pockets you're winning so when you've got the clothing line to continue to hold that as well it's a bonus so tell me a bit about the fabrics and, and like that kind of journey too for those of us that are really just kind of curious and how it all came to be uh, it took a lot of research, uh, probably a year before I launched the business, before I really knew. Um, I ordered lots of samples in um, from everywhere and I narrowed it down to, I wanted to be as much Canadian based as I could. So I found a company um, uh, on the West Coast and ordered some samples and I love the fact that bamboo is um, eco-friendly and I may uh, move away from, not add more fabric besides bamboo, but I really like to stick with the eco-friendly, um, sustainable fabrics. And it's so soft. Um, I know I say wash in cold water, you know, dry the clothes, um, hang to dry. I mean, that's the best bet, but there's been times where, you know, I've thrown it in the wash, I've thrown it in the dryer because I know I want to wear it and it's come out pretty, you know, pretty darn good. Um, so it's durable but it's also moisture wicking. I'm, um, I'm 50. So, you know, you're hitting that part of your life where it's night sweats. You want something that's going to dry quicker. Um, and it's warm and cozy in the winter, but it's also cooling in the summer. So it took a lot of research. I, I don't know a lot about a lot of fabrics, but this one just really intuitively, I guess it just really stuck with me. And I've had some great feedback from it. I love it. And you basically touched on our Canadian weather, really cold and then really hot. And so not only when you're talking about the age of 50, Canadians, I mean, we've got three seasons, really. We don't really get fourth. It's just like really cold 
and then kind of cool and then it warm for like a month and a half and then back to to winter so i i love that you've got these clothing materials that can actually wick and withstand all of that and so the things that i've actually really wanted to kind of showcase is entrepreneurs that do the research i love that you continue to purchase sustainable material that's locally made that empowers women and so your mission in itself is is a model that i hope many can aspire to build in because it's it's really creating a movement and it is something that I've noticed in your following, it really empowers a beautiful tribe. Like you really do have a beautiful tribe that's continued to market for you because you have such a beautiful mission, if that makes sense. It does. And, you know, and, and thank you um, for that. I, I really do appreciate my, my group, my tribe, my friends, um, and their support. And I think it's important as women that we, uh, we not only um, appreciate that and show the gratitude but utilize it as well we're here for each other and I think if we come from that understanding that we're here to support each other then you know it only creates uh, a pathway to succeeding I love that and I couldn't agree more and so I know we've talked about stress at the end of the day and I love that you've got the ACDC t-shirts that you're stealing from your husband because I do the same but I would love to hear from you tips that you would encourage our listeners to kind of have ways to create moments of releasing stress in their day like what would you give for advice in that because I know there's lots of different things that I speak on but everybody is a teacher I believe so I would love to hear from you on that. I think it's taking moments of uh, gratitude and I, I don't, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you know, whether you're running to the grocery store or whether you were, you know, having a busy morning or you're getting ready for bed at night, just stopping a few times a day and just asking yourself, what am I grateful for? And that is really because you're in a place, when you're in a place of gratitude, you put your hand on your heart and you name three things that you're grateful for when you're in that space you're not in a space of stress. So gratitude is one of the biggest things. Um, a morning practice of meditation, and that can be a walking meditation, that can be just sitting and following your breath, or and an evening practice of meditation um, is really beneficial to everybody. So finding your way of meditation, I offer when you purchase something from me, you get to download three meditations. Um, one from my mentor and a beautiful teacher, uh, David G, um, davidg.com. He's got tons of free meditations on his website, but um, as well as a, a couple that I've recorded. So just starting a morning routine and an evening routine of meditation. Um, so the gratitude and the meditation are really um, big stress relievers. And as well as, you know, putting in an exercise or a walking routine or yoga practice um, are also self-care. I mean, self-care. That's like the best because everything you're bringing up too is grounding and it's, it's earthing in a sense as well, which many people are missing being stuck from, you know, to and from work to being in a house, being in a vehicle and being in an office. A lot of people miss those moments of just breath work and, and safety in that space. Now, some of the things that everybody can really enhance upon is understanding that 
COVID has brought new experiences for us. And I would love to hear how your business is going and what we can expect to see from you in the future from this event, because I find it very interesting. Some people are really like rising through it and then some are really struggling in it. And it's, it's great to kind of hear everybody's journey on that space. So what does yours look like? Uh, well, in the beginning of March, um, I think uh, we were all kind of up here, up north, hunkering down anyways, because it's so darn cold. So um, Cozy, you know, was catching the attention of um, women that wanted that feeling. And once COVID hit, uh, we were all at home. Everyone was on their phones. Everyone was um, attached to their social media. It became um, almost crazy. I, like Cozy was flying out the door, um, which I think is wonderful. Um, that you know it was gaining that notice and and I was selling but um, it came to a halt because everything shut down in the world you know uh, shipping and um, manufacturing and um, and that part of it the other side of the business so it was kind of like what the heck do we do or do I do and uh, it, it allowed me to kind of step back and really see what was working and what wasn't working in my business um, for me personally. So it allowed me to set up a space um, outside of my um, upstairs and dining room table. It allowed me to really just see what's, what feels right. And um, I think as an empath, we have to work off that, what feels right. So um, it's allowed me to create new designs that I'm coming up with and um, and really look at not just the pajamas, you know, I mean, all of my clothing, I think, will be comfortable to sleep in because sleep, I feel, is so important. Um, but it's also a cozy lifestyle because we are more geared to being at home right now. Um, and I should, or, or forced or whatever your word is, but we're seeking comfort in our homes and uh, looking at our lifestyles differently. What do we appreciate about our homes and how can we incorporate more um, comfort and uh, I'm trying to think of the right words for it, but uh, um, just, yeah, just that at home lifestyle. I love that. And a lot of the things that you're saying, I know a lot of other businesses have gone through people are getting more on their phone, social media, business picked up, and then all of a sudden supply and demand changes and even just the, the chain of how it all goes through, it, it really pivots. And so I love that you've taken this time to reassess and reevaluate and rebrand your business in a way that, you know, you can even scale further than what you've already done, which is already so impressive. And so some of the things that you've touched on too, is talking about like how things feel as an empath and everything like that. What I encourage everyone to do, like, do you remember Marie Kondo when it was on Netflix, that whole tidying up? So I'd read her book a while ago and then I got inspired and I decluttered and it felt great, but I would touch something and you'd ask, you know, like, does this spark joy? And then you would say yes or no. And if not, then you'd think it and release it. Well, when I touch fabric, like bamboo, I've never been able to say goodbye to it. Like I've never been able to be like, no, I don't love it. It just feels so good. 
good. But when I touch something like cotton, something that's like usually manufactured from a third world country and who knows the conditions that was made in that area and like, it does not feel the same. So like, I encourage everyone just test that theory out for yourself and like muscle testing, whatever you believe in. But like, I personally really do have a hard time saying no to your products because they're amazing. The energy in it goes fantastically. So for this time in the stress world of what we've talked about, it is something that you do want to like treat yourself in, in, you know, what are you doing with your body? What are you doing with your mind? What are you doing with your soul? And that physical representation, even on like what we put on ourselves does actually leave that imprint. So I just wanted to touch on that because I know like you're open to this conversation and I know a lot of our listeners are as well. And I find it so empowering to know that we can make those subtle changes, even in our clothing line to, you know, what we put on ourselves as well. Now, my question for you is when did you first know that you wanted to start a business? Because I know a lot of times we've hummed and hawed or maybe we don't want to work for a big corp, but like, what did that feel like for you to kind of break through? I think I've always wanted to um, work for myself. Even at a very young age, I had my first babysitting job at eight years old. I would never let an eight year old <laughs> babysit a child right now, but I mean, somebody trusted me and I was babysitting a, a little boy under the age of one at eight years old. And I loved um, the fact that when I did a good job, you know, I brought home cash in my pocket as an eight year old. It was like, that was really empowering for me. And I've always kind of looked at um, outside jobs. Even when I had a job, I always did something extra, whether it was um, taking on cleaning in someone's house or, you know, helping somebody in their garden or as I grew up, it was just different ways of making my own. And I'd had a lot of little businesses along the side. And then I mentioned that um, I, as a single mom, I had a son, I kind of fell into the shoulds, you know, um, I was 19 years old, I um, wasn't sure what I was going to do, and you should go to college, you should get a better education, you should be doing this, um, you know, for you and your child, which, I, I, okay, so I went to college, um, bartended in the evenings, always still kind of had that extra cash for myself, but um, it wasn't, and I landed a great job, had the job for eight or eight years, I think it was. Um, in an office, in a, you know, a cubicle at times. And it was just really confining and restricting for me. So I always looked at different ways to try and keep myself busy and, and work at, uh, work at doing something for myself. So, which led me to the yoga teacher training, um, and uh, meditation training and venturing down to San Diego to the Chopra Center. Um, that was probably about 15 years ago. And I loved every moment of it. I love the self-help. I love the self-awareness, um, self-empowerment, and being able to create a side business or a business out of that that empowered other women really uh, inspired me. So it's, I think it's always been there. Um, yeah, since I was little. I love that. And just knowing how far you've come in that journey, I just wanted to speak on this. I 
can see that you've actually gotten to be the speaker for the 2019 Women of Influence Conference. I would love to know what that meant for you. Just come from going to being a single mom, bartending, putting yourself through school to then yoga teacher training and just all over this journey, getting to that platform. I would love to hear what that was like. It was, uh, it was an incredible honor, um, first of all, to even be asked about it. And it's funny because I almost said no. Uh, because I thought, well, why me? You know, you can look out in your community. I was always one to, and still am one to highlight other women. I can see their strengths. I can see um, what they can offer their community. I have a hard time shining that light on myself. Um, I like to be the photographer, not on the other side of the camera, if that makes sense. So um, when I was first asked, I almost said no, but um, then I sat with it, you know, and, and, um, did my meditation and followed my breath and went, okay, like intuitively is this right? And which I do for a lot of things. It's like, like Marie Kondo, like you said, you know, feeling things and sitting with it. And, and so I did it and it was, uh, it was an empowering moment. Um, it was an incredible experience to, speak to the women of our community and to be able to share my story and my journey through my life and where I am now and highlighting the women that were receiving the awards and showing them like the community, how something small that you think is small um, in your job or in your um, service to your community is, um, is really something big it's impacting so it, it was just an incredible honor to be a part of that i love that thank you for sharing and how many women tend to want to take a back seat and be behind the camera due to our own insecurities in some sense so it's so empowering to see that you've actually been able to stand in your power and and receive that love back because i i really do feel like we all have a gift we all have something we're naturally really good at and to really be able to honor that within ourselves is, is a lot of work sometimes on ourselves to be able to do that so kudos high fives thank now, you yeah, you're welcome. So what would you say is your biggest driver within your entrepreneurial journey? Because like I know every one of us holds a different focus. I would love to hear yours. I think it's going back to service. Um, I've learned and I've practiced it for a long time. There's uh, four questions that I ask myself every day. And the first one is, who am I? And that's beyond the roles that you play in your life. It's not you, who am I as a wife, a mother, a sister, um, but it's who am I on a deeper level? And then um, what do I want? You know, what are my dreams, my goals, my desires? Again, what am I grateful for? And uh, a big question for me out, out of all those big questions is how can I serve? Like, what is my purpose? So how can I serve myself and my community? And I think if we ask ourselves that every day, it's going to come up differently for everybody. And so that's always been a driving factor for me is how can I help and how can I serve? And it may be today I'm designing a t-shirt dress, you know, tomorrow I might be doing a, a meditation class or it's going to look totally different in, you know, in a year or two from now, I'm not sure, but right at this moment, how can I serve? And it's just really about creating cozy clothes and, um, and creating awareness for women 
and helping them find their strengths. I could not love that more because there's so much that a lot of people miss. They're doing something out of like habit or they just get into a cycle, but then that's when burnout is created. So the fact that you're asking yourself those four questions, four valuable questions that really can continue to cycle into a mission and a purpose and, and driving you deeper per like past, I guess, society's statues of what success looks like and really honoring the success of what you want it to look like that's going to be the long run for success in my opinion so i think that that's a beautiful mission that you've carried into every day and i do encourage everybody to try and do that like holding space for gratitude and then really diving deep into why are we doing the things that we're doing is it because we think that's what success looks like or is it because that's what success feels like for us and that's where a lot of people i think kind of miss the boat and i feel like you've really touched on something that's really big what are your thoughts on that well i think um i think you touched on it right there is how 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 it feels so a lot of people put out there on their vision boards you know like oh this you know fancy car looks good or or this dream or this goal looks amazing but it's really you have to sit with that and go beyond um uh, what it looks like, or that's what I want to, how would it feel when I received it? You know, how would it feel? So how does it feel to be um, designing clothes? You know, right now, it feels pretty good. It's, it doesn't mean that it's easy. It, you know, there's a lot of work and there's a lot of research and, and a lot of understanding that I'm still trying to attain with it, but it feels right. So um, I think, yeah, just asking beyond that and adding how, how will it feel when I receive this goal or um, this idea? I love that. And you know what I've, I've actually really love to honor too is your transition, like going from yoga teacher training to Ayurveda. Is it Ayurveda? Ayurveda. Ayurveda. I'm going to get yeah. it right eventually. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Ayurveda, to looking at, you know, your clothing line and everything like that. You've listened to yourself to allow that transition. And that's where I think a lot of people feel like they're failing if they don't succeed in like the one thing that they put themselves through school for. So for example, I started off as an like in aesthetics and then I became a massage therapist. And then in massage therapy, I had to take continuing education credits. I took Reiki, fell in love, and then I became a Reiki teacher. And then all of a sudden, deep cellular healing mentorships. And now I talk to dead people, coach, and do podcasts. So it's just understanding that we as humans will expand, will grow. We need to be able to honor that transition as well. So for me, I don't find success is putting on like being in magazines or, or having like the Oprah meeting that a lot of people put on their vision board. For me, it's staying true to what resonates with me along that journey because I know I've grown and changed and what I thought was important isn't anymore. And so it sounds like you're doing the same and a lot of people, they don't consider that success, but I really feel like that's, that's the journey of success is right there because you're staying true in alignment throughout without selling out or selling short, if that makes sense. It makes total sense, you know, and, and I mean, there's going to be those women out there or people out there. Um, a prime example is my husband. Um, he's had the same job and um, forever. I mean, it's, it's evolved, you know, within the industry that he's in and, and it's grown that way, but he absolutely loves it, you know, absolutely loves it, would not want to ever change it. And where I'm a creative person, and I think differently. So I want to follow that creative energy wherever that leads me. So 
we were two different, totally different people, which I mean, we're all totally different people. So it's just really listening. Yes. To how does it feel? I love that. And I have to agree. My husband's the same, like stayed within a field of the industry, but then transformed throughout it and taken on different roles and characteristics and titles, but loves it equally. So it's not that he's just, you know, changing completely. We just got to really be able to honor that transition and what that looks like. I feel in order to not burn out too, because I find a lot of people that I'm following and stuff, you can tell when they're, they're not loving it anymore. Like you can see that they're, they're not in it anymore. So it's nice to be able to honor that, that growth, that growth within it. So my question for you now would be if you were to mentor somebody who's new on their journey, what would you say to them? Because I know all of us have started somewhere, but when we look back, it's always like, if I knew then what I know now, that's the little wisdom of nugget I'm hoping you'll share with our listeners. Oh, it's hard to narrow it down to just um, one thing. I think, um, I think sitting with your idea and writing it out and really yeah, like feeling it, you know, how do I feel? How would I feel if this was the career that I had? And, you know, if it feels good right now, it's going to change. Like I said, it's going to be work. Um, you're not just going to put it up there and all of a sudden it's going to appear right in front of you. It's going to take some work. And um, I mean, yes, you can manifest it, but there's still work behind it. So I think just writing it out, seeing how you feel about it, and then starting to do some research, looking for that mentor, um, looking for those people that you can connect with. Um, as far as a product-based business, especially here um, in Canada and Alberta, it's, um, I found some great support through the Community Futures, um, uh, through our local bank, which I was like blown away that ATB Financial um, had this huge um, entrepreneur support community um, to creating products. And if it's, like I said, if it's a product, try a crowdfunding campaign. That's where I started. You know, I had my idea. I wrote it down. I thought this is what I want. Um, feel it out. And uh, <laughs> my dogs, they're so happy. <laughs> so, and... And then starting the crowdfunding campaign because that you're not investing anything financially, not much, you know, your photography, your videography, putting it out there. And then um, it validates, you know, your, uh, your product. It's a great way to validate your product by putting it out there online. So there's different, you know, whether it's, um, uh, there's so many different crowdfunding platforms. I know ATV really helped me with mine. I love that. And yeah, you're right. There's so many local supports. Every community, whether you're listening in the States, in Canada, somewhere else, just check within your community ventures and just see what they have to offer. There is a lot. There's a lot available. And the crowdfunding one is such a great idea. Now, I love to touch on like the realities in entrepreneurship. And so I've shared some of my mom fails in past episodes, but I would love to hear like a story that you would find, you know, just enlightening for somebody to know that it's not always perfect being an entrepreneur being an entrepreneur it's not always beautiful it doesn't always sound or or look as glorious as some might seem from your end um my uh i guess my mouth gets me into trouble sometimes i get too comfortable with people quite quickly uh, and like i said i don't know if that's the empath in me but when um we, we talked about this question it uh brought up a story about when I was um, 
talking to uh, financial support and trying to reach out to different women that could help me and my along my journey um, I had one that was talking to me and she went to hang up and said uh, well it was great to meet you thank you so much um, and I'll talk to you soon I said okay and she went alrighty and I said <clears throat> alrighty tidy and I hung up the phone because her voice was really similar to a girlfriend's mine and I felt really comfortable and I was quite embarrassed <laughs> about it because um, I have no idea what she looked like or I mean and that even sounds bad but you know what I mean like it just uh, yeah my mouth can get me into trouble sometimes <laughs> I hope they had a great sense of humor I get that. And the best part though is like, honestly, she probably didn't even blink twice about it, but we get in our head as an entrepreneur and as a person and women, we tend to do that too. But I love that, that, you know, being somebody who is just such an empath, you know, we connect and we get really comfortable really quick. And so we tend to do that. Like I've done that. And then I've been like, I actually met you two minutes ago. Why are we doing this? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah exactly. So I love um. it. They call yeah. it the curse of an empath. Like when somebody just tells you their whole life story right in front of you after just meeting you, you're like, great. I've been <laughs> like shopping. And then all of a sudden people are like, does that happen to you all the time? Like all the time, like it doesn't even weird me out anymore. And so right. I tend to do it too, where I'm like, yep, guess what I've done today. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. And so you've actually supplied our listeners here an opportunity. So I would love for you to describe this code that I'm seeing that says Melissa 15. So capital M E L I S S A 15. And what does that do for our listeners? Uh, that allows any of the listeners 15% off any of the orders through cozy intentions. I know when you go to the website right now, it's going to show like out of stock for, for quite a bit because I am waiting for our next run to come in, but this code will honor any pre-sales um, that we'll, we'll be launching very soon within the next few weeks or, um, and it'll just, it'll help you with uh, a discount on your shipping rates or if you're local for local pickups. So Melissa 15 is the code. That's amazing. I'm not gonna lie, I'm totally like Christmas list, I'm telling my husband, this is what's up. We need some of this in my life because I feel like just that amount of comfort and especially not even just waiting for the holidays to wear it, but like every day, every day being that holiday for you. So I just wanted to give another shout out to your journey. I really love that you've been able to honor that transition and that you showcase women in our community. I've seen what you do. You're very humble in how you talk about yourself, by the way. So I'm going to talk her up more, guys. I want you to go check out her Instagram. It really does speak on the value that she provides. And the photography is on point. I know Karina with Chic Photography has taken some of your photos. So definitely check out some of that because I do really love her brand and her eye for it and capturing it and, and the design that you've created with your art and everything in that field as well. And so where can our listeners find you? Where's the best source for your website? And so they can see your carts and shopping and all the goodies. Um, Cozyintentions.com. So Perfect. there and again on Instagram. Perfect. And it's cozy with a C. So just for those yes. people out there that maybe are thinking it's spelled all funky, it's cozy with a C. Check it out, cozyintentions.com. And yes. remember the coupon code, guys. I will share the links in the chat here in the bottom in the description. And so do you have anything you would like to say to our listeners before we let them go? 
Um, so it is cozy with a C and a Z. So I know a few places spell it C-O-S-Y, but no, C-O-Z-Y. And um, thank you for having me on here and stay in touch on our new designs that are coming out and new ways that we are supporting uh, the charities, uh, the women's shelters, Mamas for Mamas organizations, um, brand ambassadors that are coming up. And we also, um, anyone that wants to contribute to our upcoming blogs, um, we help by um, uh, promoting women in their area um, in cozy situations. So yeah, we're adding a blog to our website very soon. Yay, that sounds amazing. And I can't wait to read more about it, guys. Check her out. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tracy. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Hello. Okay, so we vibe with our tribe. And I wanted to let you know that I'm over here doing a special shoulder shimmy celebrating you as an action taker. So I hope you know that I am doing a coffee cheers in your honor for joining us here today. And since we are now gal pals, I would love a small favor from you and would love to have you leave us a review. I don't ask for them to be staged. You can be completely honest. And I would love to get to hear what you enjoyed, what your favorite takeaway was, and maybe just what you would like to know further more on. Because if I don't know it, I'm very honest and I will do my best to bring you some support in there. Thank you again and have a great day.